But let me just tell you, one of the other mistakes that people make is when they do that research, I think, oh, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what that person did. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, you're going to want to check out our Working Hard Sucks and It's Costing You Money Masterclass. It's free. We'll put the show notes and the details. It is coming up soon. Check it out. You don't want to miss this. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Kim Speed in the house. All right, Kim started her own business called Purple Moon Creative. I have to say that's a creative name, Kim. It's a brand and marketing boutique where she helps budding and building entrepreneurs to confidently step into the spotlight and track, attract loyal dream clients. All right, Kim, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Chris. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we love to hear that. Okay. I'm all about diving in and big takeaways because you guys out there constantly give me feedback on what you're liking. And I read every one of those testimonials. So keep them coming. I so appreciate them. It really does help shape the show. All right, Kim. So your big passion and mission is to make us think about before, you know, you're growing your business or your next offer, you really want to research it instead of assuming you know what's next, head down, and then a whole, put a whole bunch of work out that doesn't land anywhere, correct? So true, Chris. So true. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Go ahead. So one of the things that I have really experienced is from working with people that come to me and, you know, they want brands and they want marketing and design and, you know, they're all excited. They're starting this new venture mm. and it's like, oh, make me look beautiful. And we talk about what their offer is and what their product and who they sell to. And, and I get blank stares or they can't answer the questions. And even if I were to make you look beautiful, you're not going to sell anything. So I want people to realize there is foundational things that really need to be done before you um, even touch a font, a color, um, a logo, you know, okay. a website. So let me jump in. So most of our audience, you guys out there, you've been in business for a few years. So we're not start, we're not talking about starting from the very beginning. But what I will say, Kim, is I know for me, with my background, when I wrote, so I was doing the win the hour, win the day is all about stopping entrepreneurs from working so hard. And the element of that is creating your win team, your what is next team and what we call super toolkits. And uh, what happened for me is I was doing that for a number of years and then thought, oh, okay, I, you know, I can't help as many as people I'd like to with my own calendar restrictions. That's maybe I was encouraged to write a book creative movement so I can help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Great. So I came to the game when I wrote the book 
that I knew it because I had had these existing clients for a number of years and people asked me to write the book. So then I wrote the, wrote the book. Then I sat down, even though my marketing brain, I'm a marketing strategist is how I started out. My marketing brain, I know I would tell my clients, oh no, you need to do some more foundational stuff or research or get some more information and then build the course out on a weekly basis if you have a membership. But don't just build the course out in the isolation of your office. But I was like, no, no, I got this. This is different. I know what I'm doing because I had I had these relationships. I did that work. But I I'm and I oh I built up this whole little course. Oh and and what what people wanted, you know, the, when you're dealing with coaching clients, even if you've got a lot, you've got what 10 or 15. But then when I went online to a much bigger audience, they wanted it under that umbrella. But let's say there's fruit. They wanted apples and I was selling oranges and it was an utter waste of time. So I like I had to start over, but I was so sure because I had experience and I wrote a book on it. So I was so sure I was on the right path. So even if you've been in business, whatever, five years or whatever, if you're starting a new venture, a new product or a new service, I think the stuff that you're speaking to is, is very helpful. Well, and let me give you this example, Chris. I am my own worst enemy. And one of the things that I did myself was as I was transitioning from one-on-one in-person service Mm. to digital, I I said, I'm going to make a course. Chris, I'm going to make a course because, you know, everybody says make a course. And I made that course and it wasn't hitting the mark. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, you know what? You got to go back to your own um foundational roots you stupid (laughs) yeah and um I realized I had missed some of those steps because I thought that I already knew what I was uh, my expertise was but I was reaching a different audience and I hadn't reached out and done the uh, research and done some of that investigation and speak to those people that I wanted to help like I knew I could help them but how was I going to help them? And what is it that they actually needed? I wasn't yeah. asking that question. Yeah. And I think that's a really powerful lesson before we dive into anything is, you know what, we eat, sleep and breathe our businesses. And then you you hear something from two or three or five clients. And then you're like, oh, they keep asking me that. I'm so going to help all these people with this problem. And then you just go guns a blazing. And there is some questions and some blueprint and, you know, <sighs> It's kind of kind of reminds me of my one of my friends. She was anyways a, a friend of mine. She's an interior designer, and I don't. So she's always we're FaceTiming because I moved into a new house and I couldn't decorate an empty cave honestly. But <laughs> so she's always telling me, "Oh, move it there and it looks so much better." Right? Mine was horrible. But I don't know how many times this woman has said to me, "Well, did you measure it?" No, I didn't. Right? <laughs> I was just, I thought, oh, that looked good in the store. It looked like it fit. Or, well, you know, every all every, it's so simple. Did you measure? Did you measure the drawers? Did you measure that? No, 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 I didn't. But it's just such a simple thing. And I almost kind of think of like our business, like, oh, you need to measure this before you before you put that thing out there. But because it's your business, you think you know it inside out, but you don't. Like you can't you can't see the picture if you're in the frame, right? So I yeah. think this is like, if nothing else you guys get from this, I think this is the lesson today that we we just go, oh yeah, I got it. And I mean, I was so certain I got it. I was so sure, you know, and people told me, don't do that. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. I know that's the formula. I know why you don't do it. But my situation is different, which is like the dying words of any entrepreneur. So, okay. 
So we need to be addressing and getting more information. There cannot be a thing as too much data. So where would we go to get this information? Where do we start, Kim? Well, the first thing you got to do is go in and obviously do your own research and that's online and finding out what else is offered out there. Um, but let me just tell you, one of the other mistakes that people make is mm -hmm. when they do that research, I think, oh, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what that person did. I see it. They look at the, all the success they have and yeah. I'm just going to follow those steps. I know I can emulate that. No problem. That's not going to work for you necessarily. I, I'm not yeah. saying it's not, but really, that's really just um, gambling. You might as well go to yeah. Vegas. And yeah. um, so I do want, you do have to find out what else is out there. But then the next big step is to really um, ask some questions of the people that you feel like are in your niche, in your target audience. So the number one is what, what is easiest and how to get some of those quick answers fast is to do a survey and, and put it out there to um, you know, some of the people that you are maybe past clients, but then go out there and, and find groups of people. And one of the things that I do when I want to try and find a group of people is I'll go on to virtual events. I used to go to um, live events, but now obviously we don't do as much of that, but now it's actually made it even easier. So go on and do some of those virtual events and you get, um, if you get time with people in breakout rooms, you can ask them. You oh, can ask I for see. Referrals. Okay. So, so do some virtual networking kind of is what you're saying. Okay. So get yeah. out there and start talking to people and just start asking questions, not to sell them, but just to no. start to understand the, the pain point. Yeah. And the, and that you just, you knocked it on the head there, Chris, is you're not going out to sell anything right now. Sometimes by accident, it comes, um, that's a benefit that comes right. from asking questions because people actually realize that you're interested in what they have to say, but that's not the purpose. Your real main purpose to, is to find out what problems uh, these people are having, um, how they're dealing with it. Have they ever dealt with it before? Have they ever paid anybody to do to help them out with this? What are they looking for? And what is the language that they're using? Mm. All of this is helping you to create um, a solution that actually is going to benefit and give them results. Yeah, that language thing is super powerful. I can't stress that enough because sometimes, especially like I'll hear a client say something to me and I'm like, oh, that, like I could have never said that better. Like one of my clients said to me, you know what, Chris, because we're all about, you know, stopping entrepreneurs from working so hard. She said, Chris, I feel like I'm a pilot driving a bus. I just can't get to where, like, I should be able to get there. Why is this not working? And I'm like, I'm going to quote that for, like, that is just so powerful. And those were her words, right? And yeah. then even when you stick the words in front of it, like as a client of mine says, boom. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, okay. I can relate to that. So you're right. That language really does matter. Yeah. And when you're starting something new, that's a great um, idea, yeah. either from your surveys or from interviews that you do with people make sure that you're recording this and writing it down so that you can go back because there are juicy gems in there that you can use in your marketing. And if you say, I've done a survey of, you know, a hundred people or more, that makes it even more powerful. This is what I'm hearing people say. And um, I've put together this uh, product, this service, this program to help 
Mm, That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Even qualifying your numbers. I've done a survey. This is the feedback I'm getting. Just that sentence alone is a good marketing language. Yeah. I'm loving it. Okay. All right. Well, keep bestowing your wisdom on us, Kim. What are some other ways that we can do, you know, uh, so we've, we've settled, we've accepted that the research is always, or I think I shouldn't say always is overlooked a lot. And we all think our case is completely different. Our situation, our scenario, you don't get it. My business is different. So let's just all, everyone take a moment, breathe in and breathe out and go, okay, my business is not different. I'm not exempted from this global (laughs) rule. And proceeding forward, we're going to start doing some virtual networking. We're going to start using a survey. We're going to start quoting that we've done a survey, which is a powerful message as well. Where else can we get some helpful data? So the next thing that I would suggest in the progression of building a, this new offer, this new product, this new service is if you've done some research, if you've uh, done a survey and you've actually gone out and done some interviews, some uh, making connections, doing those one-on-one, doing those coffee conversations that are key, then what you do is uh, make sure that you gather that information and suggest to the people that you're actually talking to or surveying that if they're interested in finding out more so that you you um, get permission to tell them when you um, have mm. something together okay. so that they're already open to knowing that you might send them some information about this those are the people that you can use to test it out on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, good point. And I would say don't go out there guns a blazing with everything done, as I had made the mistake. Yeah. Um, then go out and do some form of a beta test. Okay. You know, or a sample program or, um, you know, something that you can test it. And maybe if, if it's a course or um, if it's a program, even with one-on-one, maybe you ask for some, you know, guinea pigs, some test, yeah. test uh, people to actually go through it so that you can be developing it along and do it live with them, Yeah, I would say, so that you're yeah. getting the feedback as you're, you can see that they're getting results or you can see where they're getting stuck. Yeah, and I think the problem with the, I think an entrepreneur in another language might mean overconfident. Like you're so certain. I know I am. I'm like, okay, ah, because somebody said this or this happened. And so you think, ah, oh, this is the missing piece. This is the evolution that we're at. And so you're right. Then you're like going out saying, all right, I've got it now. But we know, we know, we know it's, you know, it's going to constantly be tweaked. We know it's going to evolve. And so why then have potentially frustrated people as you iron out the kink. So do a test group. And I've done that. I've been in test groups where they gave me a significant discount and I overlooked a lot of flaws because they gave me that discount. I'm like, yeah, we know they're testing. That's how I got in. That's how I could afford it. All was fine. Yet, you know, you get it in your head. No, no, I got this figured out. It's polished. Let's go. And then, you know, there's learning curves. Of course there's learning curves. So boy, boy, common sense is painful. (laughs) No, no, it's just going to say common sense is painful. That's all. (laughs) But you think about it too. Like, you know, one of the things I was doing was going from an in-person to an online world. Mm, And, um, you know, you think that I'm just going to bring my expertise and give it to them. All of a sudden you're dealing with all this tech and all of these new technologies. And even if you have help, you're still dealing with them at the time. 
people will overlook any of the flaws or the, you know, the little um, errors that you do be when you're doing the test and you can push all that aside and actually get the real feedback and, and learning happening because people mm. are not judging you on, on that. Right. That's a good point. Okay. All right. So we're going out there. We're going to do more research, get it out. You can search keywords online. There's ask the public. There's all kinds of places online where you can do it. You can check out your competitors as long as you're not swayed and convinced like that's the, okay, now I've got to emulate them or this is how they're doing it. Um, But, you know, making sure that you're just checking out what the other people, what I find for me when I check out competitors doing stuff is sometimes where I'll see something is they'll mention something that I'm like, oh, I, I never thought to break that down and talk about it. I think that's important, but I, I guess it was either I thought too basic or that that's a really solid point. And I will put my own spin on it. It's just, I never thought to cover that topic. Like maybe let's be silly and say you're teaching somebody how to make spaghetti. And you're like, oh, well, everybody knows go store, get tomatoes, do this, whatever. Oh, but maybe they need a few tips on why you use this tomato over that tomato, right? And so I'll see somebody else doing something similar to what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, that's a really good point. I should take that point he made and extrapolate it and build it out. And that could be another training video or whatever. So you, you can be, as we call, you know, inspired or swipe their approach without stealing their idea. Or watching for um, those gaps, as you said. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Maybe somebody missed the different types of tomatoes. Yes, yes. Another piece of advice some I, I thought was kind of smart somebody told me is go through the Amazon book reviews on a topic that you want to present on and then look at the complaints of people like, oh, they didn't cover this in this book or whatever. So you can just hit a button and instead of seeing like all the reviews, you can see the one-star reviews and then you can look at what was the missing issue there. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I like to go on to Amazon and I like to look at the books and and see the chapters. Sometimes you Mm -hmm. can see the um, preview and you can see all the different things that they've been talking about and then go yeah and then go into the reviews and see um I like to look at both the good and the bad yeah and you know what I sometimes I what I say to people I I say oh I forgot I knew that I knew that thing about the chapters but I totally forgot it (laughs) so I'm like I forgot I knew that I'm like ah I was doing that for a while and now I forgot about okay you reminded me okay mental note everybody hear that it's me circling it with a red pen. Okay, chapters. All right. So we're so we can be looking at the gaps of our competitors as well. We can be looking at what they're doing. Fantastic. All right. So when do you feel people have enough knowledge that then they can come to you and start working with you? So after they've gone through and they've tested um, their programs and they're getting some good results for their uh, clients then um, and they're ready and they feel confident enough that they can answer you know what they do who they do it for and what kind of problems they solve that's when I step in and I can help them to make it um, you know create the message create the look um, create the the website and get uh, get out and reach and start attracting those people, helping them then shine the spotlight on their brand and give it meaning, give it recognition and help them become memorable. 
I think it's interesting to hear you say that because we, I know I made this mistake, but you would definitely think that somebody that was in your business would encourage this mistake where, you know, you think, oh, if I'm coming out, I, you know, I need to look professional and polished. So you get all bent out of shape trying to make this look polished, but you don't, it's, I don't know, it's like buying a really fancy dress for a party you have not been invited to yet, right? (laughs) And, and really, you know, we see people online all the time when the content is great, then yeah. nobody cares and you want to get out there and you can say, look, I'm trying this new thing. What do you think about these two logos? Whatever, right? So if you let people know that you're building this thing to solve this pain point, they won't care what it looks like. And yeah. I know we all do this. You get caught up. At, ah, I'm so much better at this now, but it took a lot of years for me to let yeah. this go. Like a lot. Cause then you think, oh, I want to look we all want to look professional. You want to look professional and give amazing content. And then people, you look professional because you sound smart. Right. So, so then what you're, but it's really interesting someone from your industry, because you think, Oh, give me the cash and I will rebrand you you later. So, so you're really standing behind what you're talking about because it's at not to your detriment, but I guess what you're saying is like, I want to do this for you. Well, I want to do it for you. Right. And I don't want to do all this. And then it doesn't make any sense in six months when you haven't figured yourself out. Right. Exactly. You know what, if you're not getting results, it's not good for me either. (laughs) No, no. And, um, you know, one of the things that everybody gets hung up on, and I think it's almost an excuse to not move forward is, Oh, I don't have my website done yet. I don't have my website. I'm telling you, you can use email, you can use, um, you know, a simple landing page that you can use free software for um, to build something out to just get that word out. You can use PayPal to get paid. Um, You know, there's so many things that are basic and easy to use that don't require a lot of time and effort, you know, and it doesn't have to have even fancy titles yet. No, and you can... You can tell people you, that you're on the journey. I mean, I tell you, I, I've mentioned this before, I think on the show, I, I just wouldn't have the stomach for this, but I've seen people where they start a podcast and in the podcast, they'll be saying, okay, I'm starting my business. I'm a month in and you and I are going to go on this journey and I'm going to interview people and learn as much as I can for my business through this podcast. And I had to be talked into starting my podcast. I was like, well, have I been in business? Like, you know, I don't know what I thought I needed to be anointed in some way or crowned for me to start a podcast. Um, Same thing with my book. I was talked into that. I'm like, I don't know why I thought I needed another 10 years or a million dollars or something that could say, here you are, you are the special one. And then there's people out there, all kinds of them saying they're starting a podcast so you can come on a journey with them as they learn something that they have no idea how to do. So right. if they can do that, like you can just tell people, no, I don't have a website. This is a new product. We want to, you know, test in the marketplace and we're going to give you, you know, a really great price because you're going to be part of that. And we're really going to value your feedback and you're just going to really love, if you love this, wait till you see where we're going. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Phenomenal. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my heavens. Yeah. I tell you though, I, I, I just kick myself how many times I delayed. We talk about that in, um, when they are, when the day, when I talk about, you know, the three things that are choking your business, damaged overhead, delayed income, diminished opportunity and damage overhead. I can't help it. I'll have to tell you, I think, you know, Kim damage overhead is anything that you could be charging for your business 
And so if you're doing that work yourself and you could, let's say, charge a hundred bucks for that service. So now you're paying, you're charging your company a hundred bucks to be doing some basic admin that you could have for five, six bucks an hour, right? So that's hugely damaging overhead where most people think it's you're saving money. But the other two diminished opportunity, meaning somebody already paid, they're saying, oh, I paid somebody else to do that. I didn't know you do that. But delayed income, man, that's huge, like huge, huge, huge. And that's what you're talking about is just get out there and get these people paying for services that could pay for that website that you need and just give them a discount and tell them where you're at in the journey instead of us all pretending, you know, shoulders back, I'm all growed up and polished and whatever, right? And one of the other things I talk about um, with clients is, you know, make your MVO. And what I mean by that is your minimum viable offer. Okay. You know, put something together that isn't polished, maybe isn't complete and put that offer out there and ask people to join in and then, you know, work like crazy to give them results. Yeah. And then, then that's when you're going to get testimonials. You're going to build your credibility and you're going to have all of that before you go out and do your major launch. Awesome stuff. All right. We've got a couple minutes left. What's one last thing you feel we should know before we sort of trip over the silliness of getting in our own way with this path? Oh my gosh. So I would say, don't be afraid to um, step out there and tell people what you're doing. So many people are, um, you know, starting something new, thinking of a new idea and they keep it in their head and they don't share. The biggest thing I would say is start talking about it. And they're so afraid that somebody else might steal the idea. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. stop. Yeah. Stop. You know what? As a marketer, oh, it's so shameful because, you know, my, my beginnings, and I still do this as a marketing strategist, but what I would say to you is you're still human, right? And you can't see the picture for the frame. So I know when I wrote my book, everyone kept saying, you should be online, you should be talking about it. And I thought, I don't want to be another person saying I'm writing a book because what for me is in my personal life, I'd rather say, this is what I've done then this is what I'm doing, right? I'd never make promise. Oh, I'm going to go do yeah. that. No, no, I, I'm, I'm a show and tell. Hey, I did this, right? So to me, it was like, look, no messing around. I wrote a book. Here I am. None of this. Oh, I'm writing a book, and you know, it never happens, which isn't my path anyway. So I don't know why I was afraid to put the message out. But what a, what a hot mess. Then when I had to market it, and I just came out of nowhere. I'm writing this book, and it'll be out in six weeks. Well. Had I, you know, they, they liken it to really taking a, a plane taking off the longer on the runway, you know, it just, ah, the plane flies higher. And yeah. I really, I was in a different headspace for a bunch of different reasons back then, but you know, it was really a silly mistake that I would have definitely talked my clients out of doing. But for me, again, you have your own reason. So you're right. Share whatever you're working on behind the scenes and let them know you're doing all this stuff. But you know what, as I say this out loud right now, everybody listen, I'm having business therapy. We're working on this winner's circle, a new group coaching thing for when the hour, when the day. And we're putting the message out about that online, but I'm not showing every day what the work we're doing to put into that, right? So I should be adding, Mm, oh, we're doing this feature, we're doing that feature. You just get caught up in the work, Kim, and then you forget to share it. You're too busy doing the work. Okay, all right. (laughs) Okay, Kim, where can people find you? 
So they can find me at purplemooncreative.com. Do you like the name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if they would like a copy of my book, I would love to gift them with that. Okay. And you can get, and you can get that at branding on a shoestring book.com. Okay. All right. That sounds great. All right, Kim, thank you so much. You were spectacular. We had great fun and everyone else will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.